is Leon, and thank you for tuning in to More To It, a podcast about perspective. Today's episode, my guests and I discuss things centered around the one place outsiders desperately want to be a part of, a place where one half of its natives would do anything to escape from this cesspool, and the other half don't give a single fuck as to what any other place is like, because there's nothing more exciting than chilling on a block they don't even live on, or starting their day standing on the corner and staying there for over 15 hours. I'm talking about a place so polluted, its train system had finally decided to shut down overnight service to clean up for the first time in over 115 years back in May 2020. I'm talking about, I'm talking about the one place that has gone viral for the oh so many fashion statements we've set for the internationally spoken phrases people seem to be picking up from us the endless restaurants that people would rather stand outside and wait all day for one item on a menu instead of i don't know actually being at work or doing something else productive with themselves and the city that never sleeps because there is always someone somewhere finding joy in walking the streets picking up a half-smoked cigarette and dashing to the nearest liquor store to get drunk off of one dollar alcohol shots Yes, I'm talking about New York. Now, my guest for today. In New York! <laughs> I was going to say Portland. Wait. Wait, I got to introduce. Oh, my bad. <laughs> now, my guest for today is a fellow New Yorker who knows a lot of a lot about this. I don't know what the fuck you want to call this city. And she actually dedicates a lot of time to showing love to smaller communities and what they have to offer and how to make them better and feel just as important as the richer communities i introduce to you for those of you who don't know but you gotta know who she is sanji they don't know me leon (laughs) i'm a nobody come on i'm a regular degler schmegler girl from the bronx (laughs) thank you so much for having me oh i I couldn't wait to have you on the show yeah Yeah. i'm not gonna front i don't know everything about new york but i know a little bit about the bronx where i'm from you know enough Nah. you know enough you know times square is overrated it is that shit is overrated i'm so tired of it and the the tourists listening to your podcast are gonna be like what like we wish we could go there right now but yeah i haven't been to times square in like so long especially during the pandemic like there's no reason to go down there right now and even before that right but the fact that the mcdonald's closed is insane the mcdonald's closed that's crazy the one with all the lights yeah that shit closed because i remember um i was driving through that block like when the pandemic just just started and it was a ghost town nobody was walking the streets but all the lights were still on but nobody's walking the streets and i think that place was still open but that's crazy to hear that now that shit has been there for a minute and they literally closed it down because of the pandemic damn that's crazy along with so many other businesses for sure that's crazy for all you out there that seem to think that new york is this wonderful place to be there's some good to it but there's a lot of bad to it Mm -hmm. and you don't even need a full day of being here and you'll you'll see for yourself like you'll see some wild shit (laughs) in one day hell yeah and we're kind of like, um, what is it called? Like, we're assimilated. We're used to that shit already, honestly, because mm-hmm. we grew up in this situation and it's normalized for us. Right. But for people coming from outside and, you know, seeing all the shit that we see, it's like, this is nuts, you know? And like, I'm actually glad we started with New York. I mean, with the Times, I mean, Times, the good Times, the Times Square mm-hmm. uh, topic, because like, that's where the epicenter of like the opioid crisis was 
back in the 80s. Oh, wow. Back in the 70s and 80s, like literally people shooting out um, in outside. Um, it, Times Square wasn't what we see as it is today back in the day. Like that's where drugs were sold. That's where drugs were done. Uh, prostitution was out there. Yeah, like, it was crazy out there. That doesn't really surprise me because if you walk past like going towards, I think, 8th Avenue, mm-hmm. if you go by the A-line. Um, Port Authority. Port Authority bus terminal. That area is flooded with homeless people, mm-hmm. needles all over the place. Yes. Uh, somebody's fighting or, you know, like all these crazy things that, you know, that New York kind of is. Yeah. Not much has changed. Yeah. Not much has changed at all. And it's one of those things where it's like um, things are not what they seem mm-hmm. until you get here. Like you don't know that this is what it's really like. Like photos and everything don't do Times square justice and don't do manhattan justice they really don't um because also like a lot of the homelessness and like uh you know the addiction that's out there in Times square comes from outside of the city like people traveling through the port authority and coming to new york um as kind of like a safe haven mm-hmm. but also as a location to get the best type of drugs you know, because like this is where the opioids are. This is the epicenter. Yo, for real. Like people yeah, from I, outside I yeah. come and like, um, you know, they fled. They flee mm-hmm. wherever they're from mm-hmm. and come here together. Shit. Yeah. One area that's definitely like this. Mm-hmm. I know. I know you You can name a few, but um, 125th. Oh, my God. 125th the Mc, Street. The Mc, okay. There's there's a McDonald's. Mm-hmm. It's right next to the 456 line. The McDonald's. And then across from it used to be Pathmark. And then across from that. Uh, is a bum ass pizza shop that no one goes to, and then across from that is uh, I think it's a Dwayne Reed on the corner. Yeah, I heard a really crazy story about this, Leon, about 125th Street in particular, and how allegedly at four in the morning mm-hmm. it never fails a bus comes and drops off mentally ill patients from Rikers. No fucking way on that street, that's, and that's where they come from. That's because the scary. state doesn't want to deal with them. What? Isn't that fucking crazy? Somebody literally told me that shit. That's mad scary. I just got chills. That's mad Yo, scary. Yes. So like literally without fail, like at four in the morning, they do it purposely. They take them. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess they give them their, their dose or something. I don't know what it is. Or they, they take them from a behavioral therapy, like something in Rikers. Right. And then mm-hmm. they just drop them off there and let the city just deal with, with the, the mess on 125th Street. I know where I'm going for in the morning on my day off. <laughs> See, and that's another thing too like we know like as new yorkers we know a lot of the dangerous areas we know um what to stay away from mm-hmm. but for some reason there's that like there's that toughness in that but also that curiosity like mm-hmm. it can't be that bad like fuck out of here like my hood is is worse you know, like you always compare like where you're from to you know the place where, that you shouldn't be at yeah so I, yeah i'm from around third avenue and 149th street and like people just literally shoot up in public yeah but we're talking about like this is part of a huge crisis it's called the opioid crisis mm-hmm. you know like people that can't turn to anything else and a lot of times these issues are fueled from big pharma so like it comes from like them being addicted to prescription drugs mm-hmm. while they were patients and right. then not having access to those prescription drugs anymore has them turn into you know turn to cheaper alternatives which is heroin and all these other things to take the pain away and it's unfortunate but like a lot of times i like i look at it and it's just it makes me sad because like people need to like approach this from an empathic lens 
Mm-hmm. And it's it's crazy. I was actually at a cleanup at a needle cleanup event in St. Mary's Park. Oh my God. And like Bless uh, your heart, a lot of harm reduction folks were there. Yeah. yeah, they were just like picking up uh, not with their hands or anything, but they had like little clamps or whatever that they would pick needles up with and it was insane. Like there's even a drop box at like New York City parks where people can drop their syringes in to make it safer, you know, to like throw those out. What? Yeah. Like and and their harm reduction like organizations hand out like clean needles so that people are not spreading like HIV and HPD and everything. So literally, they're giving them the supplies to like shoot, but right. safely. I, I was about to say like, doesn't that doesn't that encourage them? Like, all right, yeah. we know we know you're out here, you know, being out here. How about you do it safely? You know, like that kind of yeah. thing. That, like that. That's that's what's going on. That's crazy. I didn't know that they mm-hmm. were doing shit like that. You know that word spread about that fast. Like, mm-hmm. like yo, fast. they give them clean needles over here. And they have the methadone clinics. That's mm-hmm. a, a normal thing around our hoods. Like yeah. they literally go to get the methadone. And um, I mean, now there there are a lot of trainings with this shit called Narcan and Naloxone. And basically, it's like an average Joe can learn how to stop an overdose from happening. So like you and I can literally administer Narcan to somebody who's overdosing on the street. Oh wow! But how would we be able to? Well, I guess they'll teach us how to be able yeah. to spot that. Yeah, there's, there's like training and shit, like to spot when people are overdosing. Now, nah, but it's wild. Yeah, like it, it's bad. Like it's mm-hmm. really bad. But it it comes like I said, it, it's a systemic thing. It's also like something that stems from uh you know abuse of pharmaceutical companies. Mm-hmm. Um, addiction to prescription drugs normally leads to this addiction to heroin and like shooting up and all that shit. Like it comes from a lot, and even. Yeah. Mental illness too, like not not really, you know, facing that. But yeah, there was a woman that I not I'm not gonna say mutually. I don't even know how I know of this woman, but there's a woman that I know of, and she has like a really bad problem with the with that stuff. She goes to um, a methadone clinic, and someone asks her like, "How come you still do all these like mm-hmm. all these things like that?" And she's like, "I don't really care. You know, I've, I've lived my life already. I don't really care." Like, and the crazy thing about it too is, um she's visibly like disabled like she walks with like a heavy limp and stuff Mm -hmm. like that but she just doesn't i guess she just doesn't care i think it's a comfortability thing too because you get so used to doing it it's like well yeah you know i'm I'm in such and such amount of pain or or whatever it is i i know what's going to bring me happiness it's like i'll i'll do this and i know how long it's going to last and Mm -hmm. i'll be good and that's it i just keep to myself like wow there's a numbness behind she doesn't want to stop either yeah there's Mm -hmm. a numbness to it like she just doesn't want to stop like she i guess she knows her limit yeah um, I remember a health teacher told me this one time. She was saying that addicts to like the really heavy stuff, the reason why they keep doing that, even though they know that they should stop doing it, is because they're chasing that first high. Mm-hmm. And they just they want it over and over and over, but they never get it. So it's just a constant chase for something that they'll never get, which is so crazy. You know, like you're ruining yourself yeah. to pursue a moment that happened who knows how long ago you know word and pursuing that can turn from like weeks years your whole life you know what i'm saying like it's 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 scary like that's a scary ass thing it is yeah and it can happen to almost anyone Mm -hmm. really at any time yeah i think a lot of it is also like i mean it's personal issues and like i said mental health and like maybe family issues um but also peer pressure too oh yeah a lot of times yeah yeah like oh you know my homies is doing it might as well yeah Mm -hmm. but like i think we've reached like a level where it's like as as kids who grew up in the hood and like have seen this and then we're so used to that shit right like it's bad that we're used to it but like we just 
that's just that's just our reality mm -hmm. so you people that come from wherever you come from and yeah you think that it's that new york is this fully Utopia. glamorous yeah this, mm -hmm. this escape from the quiet and things like that and this whole city of fun and stuff like that like nah there's a very dark side of it yeah. you know like the corners of the neighborhoods that you don't go into that you know not to go into like those are the ones that are usually like fucked up right and not entirely because west fourth street is fucked i'm not familiar with that okay area. it's uh the if you take the d or the b train and um it's the d the d train the b train the f train the m train the a train the c train and the e train Ding dong. yes <laughs> what all, borough what borough they is all that? go there that's uh that's in manhattan oh, okay yeah that's one of the last few stops before um before you go into brooklyn but in that area there's so much shit yeah. like i remember there was a dude one morning i kid you not there was one morning i was uh walking to soho well i guess i was already in soho but i was walking to where i needed to uh start work and there was a dude in a fountain you know the fountain where the where you people come and you flick your coins in and you you, you make a wish and you think that your <laughs> dreams are gonna come true <laughs> yeah there's a guy digging in there picking all your dreams out and spending it but yeah so this dude was in the fountain with his shirt off what his feet were hanging out because he didn't want to get his, his pants i mean his shorts and and his feet wet his sneakers sorry so he's in the fountain <laughs> digging out coins. Like he was digging out mad coins. Like and he was using his shirt like to put all the coins in. <laughs> and I said, "Look at this shit, man." <laughs> he was racking up on that shit. Oh my god. That shit was I was like, "Man, this is crazy." I wonder if he has like a time too. Like he's like, "Oh, this is a good time but that was to get all time. the pennies." I think that was the perfect time cuz I think it was about like 6 o'clock in the morning. Wow. So ain't nobody out there and it's a summer morning. It's, it's warm as shit. You know, <laughs> you know like he didn't have to be all bundled up or anything like that. Like he was he was good. Oh my god. And there's always some kind of selling point. Even if they're from Jersey, I got to go to New York so I, could, so I could try a donut or slice a pizza or something like that. Like, oh my God, pizza, yes. Yeah. We have the best pizza. We do. We do. Yo, hold on, Leon, because you asked me to prepare only a New York thing, but that's not this segment yet, right? No, no, no. Like, that, that's going to be like at the end. It has to do with, with that, with pizza. Okay, that's so why. you could save that for that. Okay. <laughs> you could definitely save that for that. Um, Yeah, I mean, we, we have the best pizza, but... I don't condone that thin crust shit. I don't know what that is. <laughs> that shit is garbage. Like, I don't know why people think that that's pizza. I think that's because uh, you have those people that come from wherever they come from. Mm -hmm. And they think like margarita slices are New York slices. Like, we don't we don't eat that shit. If you're not walking into a pizza shop and you're getting a $1 slice, at most you're getting a pepperoni slice. But if you're, you know, into veggies and shit, then you might, you might get something like that. But you walk in there, you get you a dollar slice. You know, it might not be that good, but it's enough. <laughs> you get two slices and you get your soda. It's enough to carry you through the, you know, the hungry trials, the hunger trials of whatever your adventure is for the day. Because every day is every day is, a, is an unintentional adventure. That's that's New York. I'm going to play devil's advocate and say I like thin crust. Really? So um, you're like grilling me like, what? I, no, like, no, no, no. I shit, hate that shit. That shit originated in New York, actually. Really? You didn't know that? Yeah. Like the thin crust originated in New York. And I'm going to save that for later. I'll tell you a little more about it. Because like okay. literally I prepared a whole dissertation about pizza. Wow. For today. <laughs> for today. So. Yo, pizza's where it's at. I could eat pizza. Pizza and pasta. I could eat pizza literally all week. And not like I could have pizza from one place. And then, oh, it's another pizza shop. Like, yo, okay, let me get a slice from there. And then the next day. <laughs> Same. But, 
Yo, Yo, pizza's where it's at. Listen, I traveled to Japan like back in 2018 or something like that. And mm-hmm. I was fucking starving out there. Like they didn't have any pizza anywhere. Mm-hmm. They had like burgers here and there mm-hmm. and whatever. And like, but it just wasn't the same. Like they sell so much seafood out there and I'm not really a seafood eater. So like, I guess one time we went into 7-Eleven and there was like a pizza, like a, a frozen pizza box. And we oh were like, God. let's get this shit. We cough it. And we go back to our hotel. Our hotel doesn't have a microwave. So like we're literally walking around with this pizza box like all over Japan. And I'm just like missing New York at this point. You know, like I yeah. could fucking get a pizza slice wherever in New York City. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I just wanted to cry. And that's the thing. Like those of us that live here, we just want to get the fuck out. Or mm-hmm. any chance to travel somewhere else and just be in a different environment, it's like, fine, we'll take it. Well, yeah. not all of us, but there's a big portion of us that are like, yo, let me see something else for like a few <laughs> weeks. Mm-hmm. And then I'll come back to the, the fuckery, you know? Word. Um, but then there's, like I said, there's there's the other half that just, yo, this shit is whack. Like, I want to go back to New York, you know? Like, But all in all, That's we... Fact. Yeah, all in all, we all get that homesick feeling. Because... I spent some time in Connecticut not too long ago, and it's kind of quiet over there. And I was thinking to myself, I know for sure that if I lived out here, I would probably take trips back to New York just to see like what is what is going on, because there's always something going on. Um, every day in New York is a different day. Yeah. It's always a different day. Connecticut is kind of where you go just to settle down with the family and shit. There's not much going on out there. Yeah, uh, It's fucking whack. I went over there recently, too, and I was just like, damn, crickets and shit. Like, yeah. my godkids live out there, so I traveled out there um, for a weekend, and I was just like, damn. I mean, it's nice for the kids and whatnot, but... I mean, I want to go back home eventually. I want to see motherfuckers getting turned up on the block. You know, <laughs> oh, like God. Fourth of July. I want to see the fucking, the next day after Fourth of July. I want to see all the fucking leftover, like, <laughs> Firecrackers. Uh, fireworks and shit left in the street. Like, yeah. And, like, last year, June, when Fourth of July, I mean, July, obviously, when mm-hmm. Fourth of July happened, like, a couple months before that, fire fireworks were happening all over the city for, like, months. Yeah. Like, it was insane. And there the was way a conspiracy shit was popping about off. that, too. Yeah, like, they were saying that the cops were giving it to kids. Yeah. Yeah. it was insane i wouldn't doubt it but yeah you know, word no me is, neither and like is, i saw is. a meme where somebody like actually stopped kids on the street like i think here in brooklyn i mm-hmm. think it was and um they asked the kids like where'd you get these and they're like oh somebody just came in in a van and they just dropped it off they just gave it to us and said go ahead have fun what the fuck isn't that fucking crazy that's crazy i'm gonna tell you another crazy thing too when i used to work out in in soho one morning there was this dude that pulled up in a van we used to unload deliveries out of a truck and this dude pulls up on a sunday morning you know ain't nobody outside on a sunday in new york Mm -mm. probably not until like one or two o'clock in the afternoon just the church goers yeah um so this dude pulls up in a van he throws out like he pulls out uh one of those you know when you get mondongo soup in in that big ass cup yeah (laughs) right yo yo, that's the best soup oh my god yo i love that shit i love that shit for those who don't know what mondongo is before we move on what is that it's um i think that's belly it's like uh it's it's either beef or sheep like the lining of the stomach on the inside yeah that shit is mad good though i used to eat that shit a lot but not anymore but this dude pulled out uh one of those containers that holds like one of them big ass soups in it mm-hmm. and he just throws out breadcrumbs like mad breadcrumbs or seeds or whatever it was for the birds yes for the pigeons for the pigeons <laughs> that shit is illegal bro right <laughs> but it gets worse so he he dead throws out um 
whatever it was. And then within like three seconds, no lie, he gets out of the van, scoops up the pigeons. Or a net? The like, seat, a, like, like the a SpongeBob big, net? Like the SpongeBob net. He dead hops. He it was all <laughs> it was all in a matter of ten seconds. Like he gets out the van. Well, he throws the crumbs, gets out the van, scoops them up, puts them in, gone. No. Yo, uh, that was the scariest shit I ever saw. Cause my mind, for whatever reason, thought like I don't know why I went that deep into it. But I was like, yo, Pete, this is how people get kidnapped, like, on a daily, like, just in a matter of seconds, like, that kind of thing. I'm like, yo, did anybody else see that shit? Like, that was so unbelievable. Like, and Because he drives, he's woo! Like, he, yo, he was mad happy. Yo, he had mad birds. I'm was like, it an unmarked vehicle? Like, there was nothing on the van? It was definitely one of those. It was definitely one of those. Pigeon abducting business. Dude, I mean, I wonder where he was taking these pigeons. Like, was he taking it to sell mondongo soup <laughs> with with pigeon lining? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, he probably was taking it to a restaurant. I wouldn't doubt it. Fucking I've never seen some shit like that before. Me neither. And I was like, yo, this you is... walked into a gold mine of like New York fuckery. Wow. But like I said, for whatever reason, my mind trailed off to like, damn, is that what happens? Like when people get kidnapped, you know, that fast? Like, Absolutely, just, yeah. That's so scary. That, that is like, scary. That's, that's mad scary. Oh my God, who knows what else he has in there, in that right? van? That's a crazy story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, New York is something. Like, New York is something. <laughs> and you know how you know New York is something because, um, like I mentioned earlier, we've been, for whatever reason, you, you know, outsiders and people over social media seem to, like, you seem to make us the butt of the joke but you couldn't survive Mm-mm. in the shit that we see or the things that 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 we go through on a daily basis Word. so all that like you know <laughs> like tim's and 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 the yankee fitted or whatever and uh dead ass dead ass dead ass and like all that bull and whatever bullshit else that i i can't remember right now like there's definitely no pun intended there's definitely more to it in terms of new york but with that we know that you guys want to be like us so bad. That's why you flock over here. Yeah, got you guys want this corrupted magic that we have. <laughs> you know, like y'all want this shit so bad. That's why y'all keep coming over here trying to get into all our restaurants and y'all try y'all, y'all come over here. Yeah, gentrifying. And yes, and gentrifying. Like y'all over here doing all these extra things, trying to just be a part of what we have going on. Mm-hmm. And we Honestly, I'm not saying like, you know, stay where you are, but, you know, we welcome everybody, unfortunately. And that's not a shot at immigrants, nothing like that. I'm not saying anything in in terms of that. But I mean, like, New York is an already crowded fucking place. And then you got people from all over different places constantly coming here. So it's like a cycle of people coming and going, coming and going. And I feel like that's why, you know, the pandemic got as bad as it did here. Because there was no regulation. There was no like, okay, so we're going to stop tourism for a little bit and blah, 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 blah. No, there was none of that shit, like, coming and going, coming mm-hmm. and going, coming and going. And it's like, wait, we got, like, a lot of, you know, we got a lot of shit going on here. Like, especially all the homeless people that yeah. are lying around and stuff like that and run into the train systems. and You know, you don't know where they've been and if they're carrying any sort of anything. And then they're, uh, those of us who had to work through the pandemic or um, that have to commute to wherever we need to go. We're subject to that now, yeah. Right, right. This and, is... This is mad interesting, though, also. I'm also glad you brought that up because, like, I, you know, I'm a journalist. So, like, I've spoken to, like, certain representatives and I spoke actually to one of the one of the chief operating officers of the MTA. He's no longer there. Oh, wow. But at the height of the pandemic, I interviewed this man and I asked a question. I asked basically the same thing you just said, Leon. Do you think that 
the trains are a hotbed for the virus. He probably said no. He said no. And you know what this motherfucker said? He said, trains don't carry viruses. People do. Are you serious? Is he serious? Okay. You know how many times I've gone on the train and I've seen countless seats covered in shit? You know, like I've seen so many. It's disgusting. Like, just imagine, you know, whatever diseases these people may have that they're spreading through other ways, you know, because there's a lot. There's people that that just they'll pull down their mask, they'll just sneeze right into the fucking air. Like yes. there was, uh, there there was a dude who was literally pulling out blackheads from his chin and wiping it on the pole. That's Ew. why, yeah, that's why I don't touch that shit no more. I do nah. not. I don't hold on to if I gotta if I gotta stand there with my arms like folded and shit, and I gotta you know you gotta Yo, play that's the, a, that's you gotta a play New that York game. Skill. That's it a is, New York it skill. Is. You gotta play that game where you have have like one foot out, so like when the train tilts, like yes. you don't fall, you know that kind of thing. Um, I would rather stand like that and not touch anything, or I would dead pull out a pull out a glove. I'm gonna get to gloves in a second, but to literally pinch the the pole like this, like like if I have no choice, like if it's mm-hmm. crowded, then you know I'll put on a glove and I'll just hold the rail. But yeah. for the most part, I don't I don't touch that shit. That shit is dusty. It is dusty. Back to the glove thing for the people who are wearing disposable gloves all day one pair all day (laughs) and you're putting hand sanitizer as if that's going to kill the germs on that one pair of gloves (laughs) that you're touching everything with all day please stop please fucking stop carry like two or three pairs with you at the very least or just i know i know they probably cost like ten dollars a box now and because i remember when i was living downtown there were dudes on the corner selling masks and, and boxes of gloves for like 10 15 20 inflation yeah yeah i'm like wait a minute mm-hmm. what is this you know like it, and these were just some regular regular people uh not even actual vendors like they didn't have a license they were just like oh we're trying to get some money and even like the the discount stores and stuff like that they just boop, 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 just skyrocketed so the point i'm trying to make is stop doing that like change the gloves all right change the gloves Stop using hand sanitizer on these fucking gloves because it's not going to do anything. The hand sanitizer <laughs> is for your hand, not glove sanitizer. <laughs> it's hand sanitizer. This uh, this uh, part of the episode is sponsored by <laughs> <laughs> gloves <laughs> and hand sanitizer. Gloves and hand sanitizers and all that shit. That's a fact, though. A lot of people, I mean, I feel like this virus has taught us so much about hygiene. And like a lot of folks are like, they're seemingly or they think they're overdoing it but they're yeah. honestly doing it wrong right and they're just spreading the fucking shit even Yo, more they and are. like you said they i've seen people literally take their mask off to cough or sneeze like what is the point sir of having the mask on at least have this a is tissue. new york for you know you. just just do a quick exchange from the mask to the tissue just it's not that hard legit yeah, it's it's not that hard, but people just like right in into the air. You're like, damn, like I'm fuck, you know. <laughs> I haven't ridden um, MTA in so long. Like it's been a while since like the buses were free. Mm-hmm. That was that was oh, lit. That, that was, was lit. Fun. That was that fucking was lit fun. when they were free. I avoided taking the train. I could have taken the. I could have <laughs> taken the train to work. I avoided you took the that bus shit. every time. I took free. like four buses to get to work. <laughs> I didn't give a fuck. Like it was, it was such an adventure. Back off, yo! That was a fun time. That it was, was such a fun, fun time. time. But people, I haven't, yo. People were abusing that shit. They were. Mm-hmm. They really were. And it was crowded as fuck. That was it another was, thing. It yeah. was really crowded. Yeah. And like only in the hood, you know. So like they needed more buses out here. Yeah. Um, because folks were trying to take the bus because it was free. Yeah. So, but I haven't taken anything in so long. Like I've been driving everywhere. Fortunately, you know, I'm. I'm privileged enough to have a vehicle at this time and you know i have my bike to get from 
to and fro but i haven't mm-hmm. taken like the train in so long and i kind of miss it i kind of miss showtime i kind of oh. miss showtime oh my fucking hey. god hey. <laughs> okay i'll get to that have you ever second. been kicked in the head I've been kicked in the shin. I've been kicked in the in the during fucking elbow. Showtime? Yeah, during showtime. Damn. Yeah. You but had the whack performers. I don't even remember how it happened, but it wasn't on some like you know. It just it just is never intentional. It just happens. Like yeah. you like you try to you move out the way. You're like, all right, I'm good. They and still then these go motherfuckers still go down to the <laughs> other end where you're at, and then they fucking try to you know that one move they do where they hold the yes. pole and do the the back flip or the front flip shit. And they make eye contact with you. If you move, they're like, I. They get offended if you make eye, if if you move. Yo, fuck out of here. I'm going to where I need to go. Like, what? You're invading my space. I'm so I'm trying to avoid that. But you're getting mad. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're getting mad at me for moving to give you space to perform. And you you know it's still not enough for you. Like you you're offended. You're still taking the train. Are you seeing them? Do you still see them on the trains? Yeah, definitely. Everything that you remembered about the train system and the and the bus system it's wow. much worse like you remember how you, you could be waiting for the train and there's always that one train car it's empty it's empty because people fucking know don't go in there because yep. somebody's in there but now it's literally like one person has a corner another person has another corner another person oh, wow. has like all the seats are taken up people are dragging in all the stuff that they've hoarded because you know wow. that there's, there's there's some of those people that mm-hmm. they carry all those things mm-hmm. is nothing in there you know it might be like a few meals or something like that i'm not even sure but um for the most part it's just things that i guess they've accumulated from shelters or things that they pick up on the street i'm not sure but yeah they drag that on on the train with them and you know whenever there's an f- available seat doesn't matter if somebody's sitting there or not they just boop 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 set up shop set up home if you will and it's really bad wow. and a lot of the train stations have become like a haven for the the homeless as well like west fourth is one of them i remember seeing how like under the steps mm-hmm. there's like it's like a an, camp yeah it's yeah, like a camp site. everybody has their own like er, has their own shit oh there's another thing too everybody smokes on the train now i don't know what this is what yeah all the all the k2 smokers and all the cigarette smokers they just they just pull it out and they just start smoking that like, happened like once in a while no, you know but, but now not it's like, like really like you could like the smell is so bad like when you walk on the train like Yo, somebody's smoking. And sure enough, you could look, you could find the person immediately. Like, it's a crowded train. What are you doing? Um, But uh, back to the Showtime thing, they're definitely still doing that shit. They are definitely doing that shit. There was a guy who was, I guess, a performer or a panhandler. I'm not really sure what the hell he wanted to be. But this, <laughs> I didn't know what he wanted to be, but he was just trying to get money from people. So he gets on the train and I think he was like, doing poetry or something like that okay. uh, and then then he tried to play like a flute or some shit <laughs> it was so he had a few services he had a few he had a few options for you to decide to donate <laughs> donate your your money to but yeah he he gets on the train and he does his thing and nobody greets him nobody because you know every everybody in new york is like dealing with their own shit you know yeah. like whether whether you're having a good day or a bad day like everybody <laughs> has that poker face like leave me alone don't you know? tell me he got tight he got tight what do you want us to do about it? You know what I'm saying? Like, we didn't ask you to come here and, and do that shit. You could do that. You could go to 34th Street mm-hmm. and perform there. You could go to Union Square, 14th Street, outside and perform with all those other motherfuckers if you if you really wanted to have some competition and, and attention. <laughs> you could do that. No, he just decides, like, all right, I'm going to I'm gonna hop on this uh, on this train, 8.30 in the morning, and um, I'm just going to make it do what it do, and, and you guys better greet me and give me your fucking money. <laughs> like you know 
And he he was just such an asshole about it. And he's just walking up and down the car. Man, y'all people are whack. Y'all are whack. Like all that shit. Like <laughs> you're fucking whack. That's why you ain't got shit. Right. It's too. It wasn't even just that. It's too early for this you said 8 30 in the morning 8 30 it is too early for this <laughs> it's too fucking early <laughs> for this you know for me that's me getting off work on my way home yeah i don't want to hear this shit uh imagine somebody else having kids or something like that or, or like a newborn and, and they're up all night you know taking care of of those things or dealing with like a sick family member or whatever yeah. like dealing with any kind of thing and then here you are interrupting our peace our little bit of peace because as fucked up as a train system is, for some reason, like, if you have a good playlist and you got you some headphones and you keep to yourself and you're not out here being one of those people dancing in, in front of the doors, like, I don't know why people do that. But people, <laughs> I've seen people definitely have, like, a whole concert in front of, and, like, you're not embarrassed. <laughs> or you're not embarrassed at all. There's a lot of people watching here, but you're just not, okay, cool. You're clearly in your own world, which is fine. But, yeah, you you can drown out all the shit that has, you know, oh, yeah, and, like, definitely. a train ride will do that for you. My favorite thing to do on the train was to nap. I was one of those people that napped with strangers. Really? I did like a meme, you know the the um the Bernie Sanders meme where he's like sitting Oh with the legs? I did that Folded? with him sitting next to me and I was like one thing that I didn't think I'd miss about uh, pre-pandemic, yeah. sleeping with strangers, like legit I'm going to show you it right now. <laughs> <laughs> My brother took this picture of me and I that ass just I was just knocked out. Oh, I love sleeping on the train. Yo, like, I've missed my stop. You know, 180th Street. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes it goes express from Third Avenue to 180th Street. Mm -hmm. If you catch like, the five train, yeah. Yo, but like, usually I have this instinct. Like, yeah, I know I'm at my stop. I'm yeah. waking up. Yeah. Nobody gotta tell me shit. As soon as the doors open, ding ding. You're like, oh shit, and then <laughs> you get you like push the shit open yeah. so you could jump right out. Yeah. But my New York instinct has failed me maybe once or twice, it and happens. I've had like. I've been taken express all the way to 180th Street. It happens. Napping yeah. and shit. Yeah. I, I remember I was going, um when I was living out in Queens, I was coming from work mm -hmm. and I fell asleep on the train. School and work, like those are my two things at the time. So I was just out of it. Like it was, it was work, go home and then school in the morning, then work right after school. Like Damn. a lot. Of, yeah. It was like that a lot of the time. So I remember multiple times like when I would just be drained out of it, I'd fall asleep on the train. But the stop that I'm on, I wake up on the same stop again, but the train is going back the other way, going back into oh Manhattan. My I'm like, God. wait, 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 wait. What the fuck? Hold on. <laughs> what year is it? Yeah. <laughs> like, wait, wait, wait. What the fuck is going on? Like that kind of thing. Wow. Yeah. So You take it all the way back. Because like usually that's what happens. Like the trains go but the route. But then usually they come in. The transit people come in and they're like, get out the train. All right. Right. Go. Right. Nobody but came to get you. Nobody came to get me. <laughs> it would stay at the at the station, the final station for about... I don't know, seven to mm -hmm. 10 minutes, mm -hmm. then it would go. So you mean to tell me that I was sitting there all that time <laughs> and then plus all the time going into the next stop, the next stop, the next stop and all these stops. I'm like, yo, nobody <laughs> at, at all, you know, like, damn, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the sleeping thing, they just, they don't even wake them up anymore. Like they'll, like the workers will go in, they'll mop around them and shit. <laughs> They'll mop around them and shit. They'll sweep around <laughs> them. They'll wipe the poles and everything like that. Even the even the uh, conductors, they'll 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 go right into or they'll like nudge them like, hey, I'm trying to get into this door right here. And they'll, <laughs> first nudge, he's yeah, like, all right. They'll move and then they just go right in and go right to. They don't even wow. kick them out anymore. Yeah, like wow. it's, it's it's bad. One of the the tenants where I work at, this dude is. He's always telling me like, 
man, I lost my phone. I'm like, why? How are you losing your phone? He's an older guy, much older guy. He's like, man, I lost my phone. I'm like, how are you losing your phone? He's like, oh, I fell asleep and on the train, and um, you know, sometimes I might lose it on the way back here. I don't really know, like, but I'll have it sometimes when I'm leaving the train, or sometimes I'll have it when I'm on the train, and I don't know where it is after that. I'm like, damn, that's bad. I feel bad for you. Um, I was like, and I tell him like, you know, be a bit, be more careful. You know, you got to mm-hmm. be careful. You shouldn't be out here this late anyway. You know, I see him around like. Mm, one two-ish in the morning so it's like what are you doing out here this late you know Hard. yeah and he's should, an elderly person yeah he's an elderly person it's like what are you doing but he's one of those elderly people that um that just survives off of being in the street you know yeah like he's just one of those people like he's just always out and about why you know a lot you know of what I'm like, yo a lot of seniors died like um at the beginning of the pandemic because they were being isolated and mm-hmm. alone and like yeah. that depression alone fucking killed them and that shit yeah. is crazy yo i had a guy tell me he was saying he's like you know i spent all these years it's not the same guy it's a different guy he was telling me he said i spent all these years like recovering from from alcohol and and um being a drug addict and all these things like i've i've worked myself to the bone trying to get back to being normal again so i can take care of my daughter and stuff like that he's not as old as the the other guy mm-hmm. i mentioned but He's around the same age. Um, you know, he said, and the worst part about this whole pandemic thing is, you know, being trapped in, at home all day and you only have the four walls around you. Mm-hmm. You know, what else are you going to and, and if And somebody who you constantly have those demons in your head encouraging you to to go relapse. back to your old ways. Yeah, yeah relapsing. Yeah, to mm-hmm. relapse and shit like that. He's That's like, crazy. It's, it's such a, he's like, it's such a, a terrible thing. Aye. Yeah, I was like, man, I, I feel so bad for you. But uh, the great part about that is mm-hmm. he has been one of the few people fortunate enough to have gone into the pandemic with that mindset but come out like 10 times better wow yeah so i i was like you know what thank you thank thank god that that happened for him the way it happened you know you know nobody wants to see someone like work so hard to better themselves and then just to lose go it right all back. again yeah mm-hmm. yeah lose it all again you know like i was like damn wow yeah now's the part of the show where we get into a segment called only in new york and it had to be for this usually it's either only new york or workplace aggravations but how could we do an episode about new york and not have an only new york segment so sanji take it away yeah so we spoke a little bit about pizza in new york earlier yes yes (laughs) yo only in new york can you get some decent fucking pizza okay son I went to Connecticut. We mentioned this earlier too, the other day, and I ordered a whole ass pie, right? And I paid twelve dollars for this shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the fuck I was expecting, but it damn sure wasn't what I got. I got some Chuck E. Cheese type pizza, like literally, it wasn't even Chuck E. Cheese. It was another place, but it tasted like Chuck E. Cheese pizza. Mm. School pizza is even better than that shit, and they even cut it all stupid. You know, like how our pizza cutters in New York have like their little system down yeah, like yeah. they literally just they like do it like butter like four seconds but here <laughs> these people had like fucking square pieces and shit i was just like what the fuck is this i didn't ask so, for sicilian what the yo, fuck are you doing so take this l connecticut mm-hmm. new york would never only in new york can you get a premium top of the top cream of the crop 99 cent slice oh absolutely or two bros you name it literally anything bro two bros two bros is good i fucking lived on two bros, two bros for like is fucking three good. fucking years it's 99 cents it's a dollar listen but the best pizza in my opinion in new york is one of new york's original pizzerias you know what that is 
don't say Joey's because it's no. Joey's is garbage. Patsy's Pizza. Okay. It's in Harlem. Have you ever had Patsy's? No, but I would definitely check it oh out. Oh my God. Yo, their website and their about section literally says Patsy's Pizzeria is the undisputed premier pizza dynasty in New York and arguably in all of the United States. They've mm. been making pizza for 80 years. Okay. And their website also says 80 years of pizza making magic. Like, what the fuck? How fucking poetic can you be yeah, that's, that's <laughs> with your pizza poetic. making? Yeah. They've been around since 1933, 1933. Like, literally, what more do you want? The owner, Pasquale, is widely credited for inventing um, and selling pizza by the slice. And mm. also popularizing um, New York style thin crust pizza, which I know you don't like, Leon. I fucking hate. I like it. Thin crust. Listen, you gotta try uh, Patsy's though. Okay, I'll um, try it. Either way, I don't have an entrepreneurial bone in my body, but if I were to ever move to Connecticut from New York, I'd build a pizza empire just based on what I know pizza should fucking taste word, like. Word. Word. Um, and I'd call it New York pizza, deadass, just to be spiteful. Like I'm out here showing y'all how to do it. You feel me? And yeah. I'm from New York, and this yeah. is New York pizza. Literally only in New York. That's all I wanted to say. Yeah. Mic drop. Well, <laughs> hold on. There's a there's a there's a pizza shop. I really don't want to put anybody onto this because I don't I don't want you motherfuckers <laughs> taking my spot. And I I promise you, I promise you, you have a slice from this place, you won't regret it. There's a spot on. Writing it down. There's a spot on the five train. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's Gun Hill on the five train. Yes, it's Gun Hill on the five train, right? You get off, there's a, there's a pizza restaurant called Nick's, Nick's Pizza. Last time I checked the slices were 325 or it might be 350 Those slices are so, like, delicious. It's not even funny. Like, it's, it is by far the best pizza I've had in New York, period, period. And they don't even advertise, like, oh, we have extra. You know how some places they'd be like, oh, we have extra large slices. Yep. Or we, like, the, like the bum-ass chicken spots. They're like, we get yourself an extra large slice yep. for 150 and then you get a regular slice for a dollar. I don't want that. I don't want either of those shits anyway. It's just a hole in the wall. Like, they literally just sell pizza. Yeah, yeah. And, and these dudes, like. They do the damn thing. Yo, I've been it's, here. I've it, been here before. Yo, I love their pizza. It is So good. if you find yourself on Gun Hill, this is the only plug I'll ever give Gun Hill because Gun Hill <laughs> is not somewhere you want to be. <laughs> Trust me. Go bowling across the street at Gun Post Lane. Oh, no, no. That's a, little bit further, that's a little bit further down. But when you get off the five train on Gun Hill, mm-hmm. not to stop with the two and the five because sometimes the five runs on the two line. No, no, no. But when you take the five train to Gun Hill... <laughs> And you get off, it's not, you don't have to cross the street or nothing. You get off and you make a left. It's right on the same block and you get yourself a slice of pizza from Nick's. No, they're not sponsoring this, but I promise you, you will not be disappointed at all. At Yo. all. And listen, after you go to Nick's, pass by the Gun Hill Brewery and get you some beers. They have the best beers here there in the Bronx. Go. There you go. There that's it go. that's all you guys need to survive here in new york i'm telling you <laughs> nicks and gun hill brewery nicks and gun hill brewery <laughs> if you if you're a little toasted after that then swing on over to the the bowling alley as sanji <laughs> mentioned and you just have yourself a, a good fucking night i'm telling you Times square to have fun Boo. no that's no we don't do that nobody does that all yo right? And Gun Pulse Lanes is like an old school bowling bowling yeah, alley. Like been, they have everything the same way it's been for years. I don't even know how long that shit has been there. But it's, it's been there for a long time. And it's cheap. Yeah, yeah. I forgot how much it is, but it's cheap. Just go. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Sanji, you can uh, let everybody know where they can find you and <laughs> and plug whatever you want. Give shout outs. It doesn't matter. The stage is yours. I um. I really suck at plugging myself. So, yeah, I'm Sanji. You can follow me on social media at Sovereign G on Instagram. Uh, yeah, I'm a community journalist. You can see, like, my stories on Instagram. That's usually where I'm, I'm at. So, yeah. Tell them about the podcast. Oh, God. 
Mm-hmm. I have a podcast. It's called BX Bochincheros. Um, it's with me, my boyfriend Victor, and our friend Hector, and we just talk a whole bunch of shit and like relate the Bronx back to it. We talk about you know we're we're kind of there's another podcast called Brilliant Idiots, and that kind of uh, I guess emulates what we are. We're right. brilliant idiots. We're, okay. we're smart, okay. but we're dumb at the same time. So join us there. All right. Thank you for having me. Oh no problem at all. Thank you for coming all the way out here in the damn hurricane because. <laughs> It was a rainy, rainy day today, but yes. thank you for coming all the way out here to do this uh, episode with me. It's very much appreciated. No doubt. Had a lot of fun. Any questions and concerns or different opinions, feel free to shoot an email to moretoitpodcast at gmail.com. That's more, the number two, I-T-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. Give the show a follow on Instagram and please give the show a rating. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We're going to get out of here because we got life to live and, um, you know. Pizza to eat. Pizza to eat. (laughs) And showtime performance to ignore. (laughs) Take care, everybody. 